must have forgot, 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 Salutations out there. This is the Five Starter Crew coming back at you with a brand new podcast. I am TKO and I got my main man K Bad. What's going on, brother? Ain't nothing. Um, Boz, um, busy at work tonight, so, um, while he's burning that midnight oil, KB and I will hold it down. Mm-hmm. Kitty. Yes, sir. Um, how you been, man? How's your trip back home? You know, saying's the, um, the reason for it, but, you know, got to spend some time back home. How was it, man? Yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's never, you know, good when you... Uh, gotta come home for a funeral. I mean, somebody you you know and love has passed away. That's what happened. My cousin passed, and um, uh, they had a service down in Richmond. So mm-hmm. I flew back home and I drove my mom down, and we went down for the service on uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Drove down. Uh, we were there for like maybe two or three hours, um, and they came back uh, the same day, and I was able to. You know, stay home for another day and, you know, watch the Super Bowl overseas. So, you know, seeing everybody over there, you know, again, you hate the reason why, like you said, you know, why the reason why you had to come, but it was still great to see family. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And got a, you know, got a chance to stop at Crocus Spot down in Richmond, one of my favorite places on the, on the earth to eat. So, and it was literally right down the street from the, from the church. Um, We'll be at my cousin's service at so um you know on the way home stop got something from there kinda brighten my brighten my spirits a little bit. They serve what you would definitely call uh, you know, comfort food. So Did you get me um chicken of the hot variety there? <laughs> nah, I didn't. Would you <laughs> then I'm sitting there thinking what I got, you know. <laughs> it's a damn seafood place, but guess what I got? Chicken. The pasta. <laughs> hold up, man. Hold up. Before I um, sign off your nigga pass for, for, for the month, yeah, maybe the year. <laughs> what kind of sauce is on the pasta, yeah? I'm just going to tell you what it's called. Bourbon Street Pasta. <laughs> well, uh, that's nice. Well, then again, yeah. I mean, come on. That's the no way of saying Cajun pasta. You know, <laughs> hey, man, I wasn't going to say it unless it's fine. you said that, it, I mean, man. that's what it is. You know? That's what it is. I mean, because, you know, like, like you know, I used to work the mall and shit. That bourbon chicken, that's not Cajun, you know? Yeah. It's different, you but, know? Yeah, this is. So, yeah, but. got chicken, shrimp, and sausage. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean. This nigga got the got the poo poo platter of, of, of creamy pastas. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I, I, that's actually a pretty good way of describing it. Yeah, hey, uh, the first time I had that poo poo platter, yeah, I heard it now. Like, 
Nah, I don't want that. (laughs) My cousin was like, nigga, trust me. Right. I'm like, all right, man. Nigga, that joint came like in like a a cast iron, like king size goblet, Mm young. It had like a little warming element. I said, hey, (laughs) hey. Yeah, I've been sleeping this long, huh? Yeah. I can get behind this, yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> a little bit of everything, yeah. So yeah, you had that, that poo poo pasta. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the name of the episode. Wow. <laughs> yes, the name of the episode. <laughs> poo poo pasta, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh again, yeah, not a bad way to describe it. You know? Oh man. Hey um that wouldn't be a bad idea for a restaurant, like, cause you know, you've been to, um, you know, like a Mexican place or whatever, and you have like, um, you can't decide what tequila you want to eat, so you can order a flight, right? Mm-hmm. And get you, you know, your silver, your pasta. Yeah, right. so you could do a flight, <laughs> flight of pasta, yeah. Huh? Yeah, you could. No bullshit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get real, like, you know, um, fancy with it, it can just be like a, um. A big, a big pile like you know, um, angel head, just like nestled up in, in in like you know, a tight bun with some sauce over top of it. Next mm-hmm. to it, the next one, three of them mm-hmm. joints, mm-hmm. thirty-five, fifty, huh? Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And we we gonna have a FCU cafe. <laughs> it's gonna be an experience. <laughs> All you can eat plantains, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sam said. Now, wait a minute, man. Like, that ain't funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, not bottomless plantains, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, we got sick of shit there, you know? Niggas be coming for the bottom. Let's motherfucking find things. Come for the plantain, stay for the fuckery. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we got some pretty good slogans too. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, at the night we call a motherfucker a soap raffle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, man. Oh Jesus, it's Christmas, man. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, back home now. Um, how's your week been? Busy as always. You know, yeah. Man. Yeah. Likewise here. We're dealing with a fucking a neighborhood thief around here, young. Um it's a brand new well not brand brand new, it's they've been up for about a year. Um it's a corner store, maybe a block from me or whatever. And um of course I got the the notes from the next door that they had been broken into, they can't get any fucking like help from the police. They, you know, added the um local AMC commissioner, I mean um mm-hmm. AMC person for our neighborhood. 
they weren't getting anything, any traction. Then um, I think Channel Five picked it up or whatever. And um, yeah, man, he got this nigga's picture up on him up for the window and shit, man. Dog, this nigga lived next fucking door, dog. <laughs> what? Yep. So I told my um, my neighbor, um, like not next door, inside, you know, um, my complex, but next door. Um, at, in the next building or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I told my neighbor, because he always has his, his truck parked out back with his wife or whatever, man. He's like, yeah, man, that nigga live upstairs. He had been in and out of like a, a facility or whatever, and his mother don't let him in the house half the time, so he'd be like sleeping out on front of the, um, what do you call it, the, um, the laundry room in their building. They got like uh, a laundry room instead of Joyce inside the unit or whatever. And he lives right next door, so and dude be like there in the morning, like stalling his fucking wife and shit, man. So he done had to talk to the nigga, threaten him. The nigga tried to break into his truck, and like, you know, this is some of the shit that I've been saying on next door. If it's, if this is the same guy or whatever, man, then mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's it's gonna be a problem, yeah. Like, and the police refuse to do anything. Like this nigga went and gave a statement. Other people have like complained and shit, man. And like, supposedly it's out of the. Local police are saying this in the feds' hands now. I'm like, so what does that mean in the meantime? Man, we got a fucking like lunatic on the street and in your building, yeah? Mm-hmm. Dog, like the, the city, young city of crime is crazy, dog, and they refuse to do anything about it. See, Tom, this is the thing. <clears throat> All right. I, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form making excuses for the police. I never will, have, never have, never will, right? But is some of this also as a result of some of the changes we saw internally with a lot of police departments after what happened to George Floyd, right? Where they said, all right, we're going to, you know, reallocate, not defund, but reallocate sources to other departments. So has this dude done anything like violent towards anybody? Yes. Okay. Like violation to multiple women, dog. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, yeah. and it's gonna get to the point where somebody's gonna do something and then people can be like, Well, it why did that have to happen? Yeah. Right. You know? and, yeah. What you're saying I see a lot um on next door as well, because the shit is not only out of control in the city, it's out of control in PG County. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot remember this gentleman's name, but he got killed out campus way right across from PG Community College. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm is at, yeah. It's, it's down the street from, yeah, from the, uh, the boulevard at the Capitol mm-hmm. Center. But right across from PG Community College, right off, uh, right off 202. Um, he's a, I think he was 52 years old. He uh, got carjacked. And, yeah, they killed him, you know, for his car. And that, like, really set off a reaction on, like, social media, next door, you know what I'm saying, next door Facebook, Twitter, where people were like, man, the police ain't doing shit about any of this. Mm-hmm. I elected officials like they may have like these town halls, emergency town halls and stuff like that. And people come out 
and say, y'all need to do this, y'all need to do that. But it's like nothing is really changing. And you're seeing a lot more people saying, well, if the police ain't going to do nothing, then that means I'm just going to have to buy a gun. Mm -hmm. And we are pretty much going to have to police our own streets. And I saw like that sentiment building and then I heard about the young man, he was a Karan Blake that got killed out in the city 13 year old kid. Mm-hmm. When I heard about that, I was like, man, you know, that kid should be alive. But I saw like this sentiment growing on social media where people were like, we tired of this shit. And you get a whole lot of people who feel like if I don't do something, <clears throat> then yeah, this shit is going to continue to happen and then and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what exactly the solution is, but it's going to be a problem, man. Oh, that wasn't the first and it ain't going to be the last. <clears throat> Sorry to say. Um... Like you said, man, police, I mean, people are saying to themselves that they have to police their own neighborhood. So, like, you know, for you and I, for instance, you know, like, somebody stealing our fucking packages and shit <clears throat> is a blower. You mad and you want, like, the motherfuckers to pay and shit, man. But at the end of the day, you know, maybe you can write that shit off, like, you know, Amazon or fucking Nike or give you a refund or send us a new product out or whatever, man. It's a difference when you are the head of a household and you are the protector of your family mm-hmm. and you got a nigga that has been accused of like assaulting women and your wife comes out and sees this nigga in the hallway, you know? Mm-hmm. That shit is different, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And niggas don't feel like hearing those damn stop answers from a call center and shit, you know, from a damn mom, a script, you know? Mm-hmm. Madam or madam is a polite and formal form of address for women man. in the English language. Often <laughs> Every to week, dog. Do that joint never goes off the whole <laughs> week, young, until Wednesday, dog. <laughs> First Check it was niggas out. calling me um, during the podcast or texting me. Now it's, mm-hmm. you know, a motherfucking ball and chain, you know? Right. Yeah, but, um, yeah, man, just hopefully things will get better, man. Like, they talking about fucking, like, <laughs> writing this chick off her damn ANC gum or ANC seat, you know? Because she didn't, like, she didn't even acknowledge, like, the, the store, um, went through every line of communication that that they tried to reach out to her with um, during, um, you know... I didn't get that. Like, Jesus Christ, that? shut up, woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, like, they went through every line of communication that they tried to, um, you know, reach out to her with, man, and just no answer, no answer, no answer. And then when that shit caught, caught fire um, on, on IG and um, next door... She finally, like, you know, reached out and said, oh, we're working. Like, no, you ain't working to do nothing, man. Right. You just got embarrassed. So. That's another part of it, though, man. Holding the people that hold these positions accountable, you know? 
even think Kenny Austin. You gotta be on their ass because if you're not on their ass, a lot of people just they look at jobs like that like an easy lick. Yeah. Because there's so much yeah. like apathy, mm-hmm. like that I've noticed. You know what I'm saying? I used to cover politics in PG County. Like, you can just get away with anything, man. Right? Like, niggas ain't paying attention. Yeah. They say something, they outrage, they mad, but then they sleep, go to sleep, and then right. it's over, and then yeah. nobody does anything about anything. Yeah, know? right. But yeah, I was looking at um, that shit that, you know, resulted in her finally um, acknowledging this shit on IG, and it was made next door, and I was like, this is why white people have problems like this, Sean, because they see it through, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll get you. Like, no, no, you're going to get to it now. Now, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you talking about. So. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, What do we have? Uh, so, you did get to see a Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. over at Caesar's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, came, who came through? Uh, I'm trying to think. Shay came through. Okay. Yeah, Rub came through. Um, she's cousin from Baltimore. Damon came through. Like his man came through. There was a couple people, you know, came through. Okay. Matthew Kevin was sick. Right. Okay. Yeah, we um. <clears throat> We ended up at um, my man um, Jason's um, crib. He um, recently bought a crib, like, not too far from me. It's actually in Maryland, but it's, like, right there on the edge, like, in Hyattsville. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, like, <sighs> half a mile from the Aldi that I go to um, over there when I'm oh, okay. on, um, on 8th Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have a, a new co- community um, built right there. It's, like, maybe... It's in walking distance from um, the West Hyattsville uh, Metro also. Mm-hmm. Real nice spot, man. He got a four-level four drink, man. So he got enough for his kid. You know, um, he's got got um, divorced or whatever. So I'm, I'm glad to see him laying on his feet, man. So real That's proud of him, man. Dope, dope joint. So, man, <clears throat> I'm about to say, we should have took a picture. But we did take a picture, young. Like, dog, this had to be the first time that me... Gooch and Dave, their um, Washington fans, and um, Dave River John, um, all were, um, you know, on the same team, you know, watching a big game, dog. Hmm. Because, yeah, John and Dave aren't allowed to watch Cowboys and um, Washington games together because um, they fought Thanksgiving one year, so they just <laughs> can't, do, they can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, he was over Marvin House like like years ago. I was like, man, why ain't Dave over here? He's like, oh no, we can't watch uh Redskins Cowboy game together. No, 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 no. I'm like, why not? And then he went through it, young. Know? I was like, y'all niggas fought at Thanksgiving, young. Know? Jesus Christ, <laughs> no civility, young. Know? Then I started smiling because I was like, you know what, young? Know? <laughs> it was probably that joint. Um, who caught that big ass bomb? Um, Santana Moss. Santana. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I know Dave was doing that motherfucking um, bushwhackers <laughs> dance all through the motherfucking living room, man. And John was like, you know what? Fuck this, John. Man, I'll never forget that game, man. Me yeah, and Gooch, was... me and Gooch watched that game at Rookie Sports Bar in Middletown, Connecticut, you know. <laughs> and there was nothing but white people in that joint, and me and him rooting for Washington. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, so Antonio Moss caught them two bombs at the end of the game from Mark Brunel, you know, and Scooch ran around the entire restaurant three times, you know. <laughs> I'll never forget it, you know. I was oh, like, yeah, man, man, like, you somebody act that damn stupid, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> real good game, man. I'm glad I made it out, man. Me, me, Marcus, and uh, my man Rob went out the night before. Dog, I did everything I was supposed to, Kenny, to get back in one piece. I was like, you know, um, because they had an HBCU night at um, at um, our new bar spot on District Alley mm-hmm. after the uh, Wizards game, and I didn't know the Wizards game was early, so. When I got there, like around 11, that joint was just rocking, young. So we were there, and we went across the street, man. Like, I had, what, I think four, maybe five drinks. Right? Okay. Had some hookah. At 1 o'clock, I started drinking water at the spot. Got in my lift, came home, drank a liquid IV, and I ate, young. Went to bed, woke up, I was still finished. I like, what, what can I do, young? So I, I slept like half the day and shit, and I was just like contemplating this shit, man, at around 4 o'clock. And I was like, let me just get my ass up. So when I got up and got over there, had a drink or whatever, I was fine for that. But I was like, God damn, you know, like, I'd be, I understand if I was just like drinking all night and didn't stop or whatever, man. But I cut myself off, came home and ate and did all the right things, you know, and I still woke up like, you know, feeling like it was a long night, man, so. Mm-hmm. It's still a work in progress trying to um, balance um, hangovers and shit with um, living your life, dog. <clears throat> but um, great time nonetheless, man. Um, what you think about the game? Yeah, it was uh, about as uh, you know tight, competitive as I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. Again, I did think Philadelphia was going to win. Um, I thought, you know, going into halftime, you know, if you're a Philadelphia fan, you should have felt pretty good about your chances. Um, mm-hmm. That fumble by Jalen Hurts, when it happened, you knew that was going to be something that yep. was going to, you know, determine the, but possibly determine the outcome of the game. In such a close game, like, you just can't give a, a play like that away, especially when they're up, driving. Mm-hmm. I felt like they could could have possibly put a little bit of separation, just a little bit, between them and Kansas City um, going into the second half. But um, other than that, I think Jalen Hurts played fine. Like I've, I've had a conversation um, with a few people over the last couple of days that they felt like, you know, Jalen could have did more. One dude told me, I'm like, yeah, hey, I wasn't that impressed. I'm, you know, I'm like, damn. Um, you know, threw 300 yards, you know, threw a perfect pass to A.J. Brown for a touchdown. I think he had like 80 yards or something like that on the ground. Um, I thought he played, a, you know, I thought he played fine. Like, other than that, you know, that fumble, the team scored 35 points. I don't know which more you wanted from him. Uh, defense, they gave us some big plays in the second half. Um, James Bradbury, you know, that was a hole. I couldn't believe people the next day were arguing about it and saying, like, the game should end that way and the refs this, the refs that, but it was a penalty. He did it. 
And you know he did it because, number one, he didn't argue about it in the moment, and then he admitted it after the game. So if the dude on the field who did it can admit he did it, like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Like, it wouldn't be something that I was even thinking about after the game that was going to be so, quote-unquote, controversial because it was so blatant. So I didn't understand that after the game, but Patrick Mahomes is a bad motherfucker. Andy Reid's a bad motherfucker. And yeah, give all the credit in the world to the Chiefs. I don't know where they get this stuff about, you know, everybody counted them out. Nobody thought they were going to be. I don't know who the hell thought that. I don't know if that's the thing now for teams to just say, like Georgia said it after they won a national championship, like we proved all the doubt is wrong. I'm like, nigga, y'all won it last year. What the fuck is y'all, you know, but anyway. Um, yeah, with, <clears throat> with Casey, like, you know, um, we talked about last week, that line opened up a lot larger than people thought thought it would. So I can see them taking that as a fucking slap. Um, but now they were, they were talking about, like, all year, like, coming into the season. Oh, man. Like, like people – but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't understand that. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, hats off to them. Um uh, if I'm feeling I'm sick, um, because, yeah, they would, you know, controlling the tempo of the game. It seemed like, you know, I, again, if I was a Philadelphia fan, I would have felt real good going to in the halftime. Mm-hmm. But that's why they play two halves, so. Yeah, yeah um, I'd like to um, congratulate myself. I'm the only person who um, predicted that the Chiefs would win. Um you talked about the fumble. Two plays in that first half felt like they could, that they were going to matter a lot. That fumble and that missed field goal, young. Mm-hmm. That missed field goal, I was like, dog, you know this game is going to be close, young. You got to score. Like, you know, I was mad that they scored a field goal in the first place. Like, man, you need to score fucking touchdowns, young. But seeing as though that they just stopped Philly for the first time, if they were to go down and get a field goal, I'm like, you know, I didn't know Philly was going to dominate the fucking um, time possession like that either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that would have really meant a big difference or whatever, man. But, you know, they were able to overcome that. Now, this is why you have to watch games and not just always be a stat whore because Mahomes' stats don't jump out at you. He didn't have a lot of passing yards. Of course, he didn't run a lot because of the ankle. Um... But that might have been the most efficient Super Bowl since Phil Simms. I think I think Simms had two incompletions, two three incompletions the whole day, and Mahomes like it was the same type of deal. And I would have never thought that he would have had it under those circumstances because for everything coming to that game, like I'm not going to just just put it on Philly because. Um, Big Chris, like he was getting a lot of um, a lot of puck going to the game too. Like he was supposed to be um, a big factor on, on the line with pass rush, and Philly with their fifteen niggas who got eleven sacks or more or whatever. Like that was going to be you know a difference maker in that game, and both pass rushers were trash. Now you can give all the credit to the offensive lines, cool young, but when you have that good of a defense. And all these guys make the Pro Bowl, and nobody got the damn quarterback, you know, except for the one time that he, he ran out of the pocket, you know. Dog, like, I don't hear enough people talking about that, you know. Like, you give Patrick Mahomes that much time, you know, 
He don't even need an ankle, dog. He accurate as fuck. He going to complete a lot of passes. So, I think, like, ultimately, that's the biggest um, sub-story of the game that kind of has been glossed over, um, you know, um, this past week. Um, where people, you know, either praise themselves for their predictions or, you know, giving reasons as to why um, it didn't go, go right for them, man. Like, pass rushing and, and the lack thereof, man. I think that's the biggest story from that game. Um, yeah. Pat played through um, the injury. Um, I had a feeling at some point that he would aggravate it. I didn't know it would be, like, that bad right before halftime, whatever, man. But that ankle thing is just, like, it's so temperamental. He's like, you can't really shoot it up. You don't want to take the motherfucking shoe off because then it's going to expand and get big. Like, dog, it's, you, you kind of just stuck, you know. Um, but, you know, he persevered. And after halftime, like, he was just, like, laser-focused the rest of the half, man. And, um... They made their decision to take Kelsey out of the game, and um, he just made use of every other weapon that he had, dog. So, yeah, man, like, they're going to be a scary team, young, because they really did this without a number one receiver, young. And he's going to draft a, a better receiver, like, you know, a dependable number one, man. Like, this is kind of like a ragtag um, bunch, and, you know, people saying, you know, some people said that they couldn't do it without... Tyreek because he's just kind of like an eraser for bad plays or whatever, man, but they did it with these niggas, so imagine if he gets a, like, a real number one, man. It's gonna be scary, you know? It's such a running game, you know, like, yeah, man, it's, it's looking like, um, you know, as long as Andy wants to stay there, dog, like, they're gonna be a problem in the AFC. And, I like um, to see them with a really good running back. But will Andy Uzer on really good running back as much? Yeah, I think somebody like a Brian Westbrook type, he, he would. And I think that's what they were trying to – they've been trying to get that in the draft. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just haven't hit on him yet. Yeah. Didn't have a whole bunch of yards, man, but Pacheco was really efficient and, um, and active, um, especially at the first contact. Um, He's a physical but not a home run type of running back, though. Yeah, but he's shifty enough to like you know, not get hit square, kind of fall forward, and you know just get like like a, another extra yard, extra two yards or whatever. Like yeah, he can grind out yards, but like they were plays during that game. There was actually a run near the end of the game where um, I think I even tweeted. It was like one of the one things that kind of stood out about the game. Just watching this, something I felt like I should say something about. But there was a play where he got. Um, he got loose <laughs> off tackle, and he only had inside, one. He only no, no, no. It's not even running inside. He could have set that run up because it was only him and the safety. That's how you draw that play up. You draw it up so that he gets one on one up with the only person he has left to beat is the safety. That's how you draw that up. But he didn't mm-hmm. set that run up at all. He didn't have to cut it back in. He just could have stutter stepped and then kept going. But he didn't do anything. He just kept running straight. I'm like, somebody like Saquon Barkley, um, Christian McCaffrey, those types, they would have scored on that play. I want them to have a guy that would have scored that touchdown on that. Because a lot of times they do draw stuff up like that. And the reason why, you know, we, we know it. Great at calling plays. But he set that one up perfect right then and there. And I was like, 
a really good running back scores that on that play right there. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, Hurts, um, I thought you, you played a really good game. Um, but it was just, you know, that turnover was the difference. Um, I don't know what else they could have asked for, dog. Like, they had the receivers. They they didn't run Miles Sanders as much as I thought they would. Um, but Hurts was running the ball, so, you know, they got the yards there. And they were just, like, pretty much passing that will. Um can't say you just had more, and that turnover ended up mattering at the end of the game, man. Um, the call on Bradbury, I feel like people have been that critical, that much more critical of that call because everybody's going to see Hurts with the ball one last time. Oh, yeah, I get it why people are mad about it because they don't want the game to end that way. They don't mm-hmm. want the game to end up with Kansas City just running out the clock. Philly doesn't have any timeouts. They can't stop the clock and then they kick a field goal. Like, yeah, nobody wants that to be the end of a game like that, but he did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't get people saying, like, you can't make that call right there. The game shouldn't end that way. He fucking did it. Right. <laughs> At the five yards. Y'all can't criticize the refs as much as we do, and then when they make the right call, get mad at them for making the right call. And again, he's not protesting, but why Why are you? Right. And I don't get how, like, you know, we can, everybody's pointing to that play, and, like, these niggas just fucking had a completion called on the sideline when the nigga was juggling the ball. Like, if we're going to be fair, like, that's more of a reason to have outrage than this, you know? He actually did it. Right. Exactly. Don't you know? Um... Yeah, man. Uh, shout to um, the New York Giants. Um, we had two sleeper cells in that game, one being Dr- um, James Bradbury, the other one being Kadarius Tony. They both mattered, young. Yeah. They and, did. Um, they sure they did. helped, young. Yeah. They don't, like, I, I, I called it when they first made the trade. I was like, this is a stash player, young. Yeah. This is a stash player for the playoffs. They know it's going to be a Super Bowl, but I said, at some point, if he can be healthy enough, He's going to make a difference because he is, I think he's the most slippery player in the in the league, young. If not, he top five, young. Like, the first guy has no chance in tackling that nigga head on, young. He just too shifty, dog. Mm-hmm. But that shiftiness is why he's always fucking hurt, young. Right. So, you know, I ain't take it personal when, like, uh, I forgot who it was. It might have been Juju's. Like, I don't know what the Giants were doing with him. Like, we was trying to get him off fucking IR. That's what the fuck he was doing, young. Mm-hmm. But. You know, I mean, as soon as he came there, he had a good game and then got hurt. That's just, you know, that's just the type of player he is, you know? Like, um, I didn't know it um, going into, uh, you know, us drafting him, but my man at, um, at work, he's a Florida fan. He's like, he going to make plays, boy, but damn, he's going to be hurt all the time. He's going to get frustrated. So, for the past year, you know, he's been living on, you know, um, the reputation of, a, a big game he had against the Cowboys last year. We had like like over two hundred yards total um, mm-hmm. yardage or whatever, man. And you know, at some point, the Giants just got tired of waiting for him to get healthy. He had one um, torn um, hamstring, and week before he was supposed to come back, he tore the other one. It was like, okay, that's just the last fucking straw, dog. But you know, if you can get a player like that on a team that doesn't need him 
in and out every week. Be a focal, focal guy to get six, seven catches, something like that, man. Play, play, you know, X amount of downs, whatever. And you can stash him for big games and, you know, playoff games and stuff like that, man. Perfect fucking scenario and situation for him, y'all. So, shout out to the Chiefs, man. Kenny, do you know the Chiefs have, like, um, completed my almost what was year sports show? Say that one more time. The Chiefs have completed my almost what was year in sports. So, last year, Duke and Ohio State were in the Final Four. Realize that? Okay. The Celtics went to the NBA Championship. Eagles went to the Super Bowl, and just for shits and giggles, the Phillies went to the World Series. All the motherfuckers lost, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Every rival them lost. Hmm. In the biggest games, you know? Hmm. A little too close for comfort, but, um, yeah. A win is a win, or in this case, a loss is a loss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, real quick, you know, this could have been the wake your ass up racism of the week, you know. Um, yeah, Philly fans down on Broad Street turned over cars before the game even started, you know. For real? Yeah. See, you know, this, this is why they can't have nothing, you know. But, you know, why are they out there clashing with police before the game even started, you know? And I ain't hear nothing about it. <laughs> They turn I over cars downtown. Come on, Tom. They turn over cars downtown, you And they all got a uniform on. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> they got uniforms on. I'm just saying, you I ain't never seen so many Brian Dawkins versions in my life, you know? <laughs> hey, I know it's a, it's like a Philly version of Pump em Up, man. Um. Someone in Pennsylvania you know, with a whole bunch of old faded jerseys, young, who just be happy to see his team win, young. But yeah, yeah. Man, dog. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't heard that because, like I said, like, like I didn't watch any pregame shit. Um, I just got in, got in the shower and then went to watch the game. But I'm not surprised. It's Philly, young. It's like, yeah, water's wet. They turn over cars. Cool. Not surprised at all, but I didn't hear anything uh, about that um, after the game either. So, yeah, yeah. Um, look at these, man! Look at these dudes, man! Huh? Oh, you, you said something? I just looked it up on YouTube right quick, you know. I'm just saying, I see police with ride shoes, you know. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Kenny, like, they not protesting shit. Kenny, whenever the Sixers won that title with um with Doc, um that was the first time I saw people riot stores, young. I never forget, they broke into a fucking um footlocker down on Broad Street, young. And niggas was like running out with like um 
Kongs and motherfucking Nikes and shit. And I was like, damn, man, that's like some, like, some shit I've never seen before, you know? Damn, man, that's, that's what they do, you know? They, they break, they steal, and they, they, you know, find new ways of, like, being thugs, you know? Just off your way. Yeah. These niggas riding before the game, you know? Yeah. Niggas went to a super villain meeting and like we gotta fucking like up the ante. Fuck that after the game shit. Fuck that halftime shit. Like Because people yeah. almost expect it out of us now. Like what a Philly yeah. fan's gonna do. Yeah. So we gotta up the ante, right? Yeah. They ain't yeah. again, they not protesting nothing. But they can turn over cars and do whatever downtown. Alright. Okay. Lord forbid they make it back next week. Y'all niggas gonna be like riding the week before in motherfucking Jackson Five victory outfits and shit. Y'all choreographing their motherfucking like thuggery. Y'all. It's no, it's no, it's no stopping them when they feel like they got one. Y'all. Yep. Yep. So. Um, yep, congrats to, um... Oh, yeah, by the way, I've got, nobody got arrested. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, police don't care in, in any major city these days, so... So, yeah, nobody got arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah, but congrats to Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah, man, these lists gonna, lists gonna start, start, um, shifting now, you know, him and Andy, dog. Um... Just for the way he came back in the second half, like I'm trying to think of the last time I seen something like that. Um, was it with Team Cleveland? I think it's broke. I broke it. I broke it. Like shut dog mouth. <laughs> nigga came back and was throwing them dumbass ugly dimes. Like nigga, not a Mateen Cleveland fan, huh? It's just young, like. When you say, I think I broke it, young, like, I don't expect you to come back out that joint happy footing two minutes later, young. Like him, Dwayne Wade, fucking Paul Pierce. Like, Paul Pierce the worst. Oh, yeah, Paul Pierce the worst, yeah. No no doubt about it, young. I thought his career was over. Nigga, they were carrying him around like like Lester, young. (laughs) Right. I'm like, yeah, is this it for Paulie, young? So, this nigga was like, like, yeah, this is, if you told me this is Paul Pierce who just came back from Vietnam, I wouldn't have thought nothing about it, you know? <laughs> These niggas, you know? So, yeah, dog, if a nigga look that hurt, you know, and he come back, dog, your team gonna lose, you know? So, it was preordained at this point, man. But, yeah, um... Again, congrats to um, the Chiefs um, and Chiefs Nation, man. Um, I'd imagine they have pretty good odds to win this shit again next year, though. Like, if they can receive it in the fucking draft, you know, it ain't going to be fair, you know. This supposed to be a motherfucking transition year to figure out what they're going to do without Tyree. And this happens. Mm-mm-mm. Um. 
Okay, how we gonna maneuver through this fucking um, sports joint? Uh, you don't want to talk about the NBA, right? I have nothing to say about the Wizards. <laughs> okay. All right. The um, Lakers made a whole bunch of moves last week, and um, I think the trade had just gone down when we um, broadcast. So I wasn't sure. I said I'd get back to y'all this week. Um, I'm not mad at the trade. Um, it can be a good thing. Uh, well, the trades, they can be good things. And um, I think they accomplished a couple of things within these trades. They got younger. They got more athletic. Um, and they cut a lot, cut a lot of salary cap, man. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that Magic did when he first um, came back before he left again was he made sure that they had all the capital available to sign uh, LeBron James and, you know, um, get free agents. And he signed a lot of these guys, him and Rob signed a lot of these guys to one-year contracts or trade for guys with, exp- with expiring contracts. And that's pretty much what they did right here. You know, um, I would think that they're going to try to keep um, D'Angelo. I'm not sure about that. Um, I think a lot of this is dependent upon what happens in Dallas with uh, Luka and Kyrie because I think that's still on LeBron's hit- wish list. For better, worse, or crazy, um, but um, you know, D'Angelo's um, contract is expiring. Um, you know, some of the other guys that they traded for, like they're gonna have like between thirty and forty something million dollars in cap space over the summer, so they can be able to improve this team a lot. So, in the short term, you, you shake it up and you get younger and more athletic and get some better shooters out there. I think we're like bottom five um, three point percentage in the league, whatever that's. It's not going to work. It just wasn't working. Um, so, you know, you, you put some pieces there to, like, maybe try to make a run here. But if not, then you have an open summer with a lot of cap money because most likely the Pelican is going to um, take that pick um, that uh, we owe them. I know it's a couple, like, swap um, possible years in, in this deal or whatever. I'm not sure how that works out, man. But, you know, can't um, take away the dollars. So, yeah, you're going to see what happens, man. Like, I don't think LeBron has played with this team yet. Um, with, the, with the new guys, I watched some of the um, Golden State game on on Saturday night when I was out, whatever, man. So, um, they, just, they definitely look a lot more athletic and um, can shoot a little bit better, man. So, um, you know, um, we'll see what's, what's happening, man. I think Mo Bamba didn't play either. I think he had a several one-game suspension, so... I know some people, some Lakers fans didn't like the Thomas Bryant for um, um, move with him, but Bamba is probably a better corner three shooter, and he's a, a lot better rim, to, rim protector, whatever. Like, for as much as I like Thomas Bryant, man, like, dog, he ain't met a fucking pump fake he don't like, man. He just always gets in foul trouble down low, and he's not um, a great defender. So, um, we'll see what we have down, down the stretch, man. Like, all-star game coming up, and then going to retool for this last... It's like that's Just get in the playoffs is how I, how I feel right now and then see what happens. But, you know, I guess that's their thinking as well. So, we'll see. Um, you got anything, College? Real quick, you know, the KD trade. Oh, yeah, that happened after we broadcast, right? Yeah. I'm still confused how Phoenix didn't have to give up Devin Booker or DeAndre Aiden in that trade. It's crazy, yeah. It's crazy. 
I, I can't get over it. Kenny. I want, and this is the thing. I fuck with KD. That's my man. I would love to see him win a title. Now, that also would mean Chris Paul win one. Uh, so I, I don't got, know. Got the hate for Chris Paul like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not puncher. Yeah. I ain't never. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I just never fuck with that shit. I don't fuck with either young, but at some point in the last like five years when people just been piling on Chris Paul, I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, young, you look at that draft with him, Darren Williams, and um, Raymond Felton, young, like, them niggas been gone for a while. Like, he is still playing at a high level, man. Like, at some point, you guys, like, sit back and acknowledge that and appreciate like his longevity. Yeah, I, I would never tell him, like he's sorry. Nah, I, I don't have a like that type of agenda where I'm like, you know, he's not good. Nah, he's a great basketball player. I just always thought he was dirty. That's it. And he is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. That's my only thing about. Did we talk about LeBron? Um, we talked about that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was either that or uh, both of them that and the KD trade, but yeah, the KD trade is, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it, you know. Dog, like I thought that was the reason it didn't get done in the summer, because they they weren't willing to come up off them. So like yeah, and that so just like you know, kind of hearing that Phoenix wasn't coming up coming up off of um, Aiden or um, or Booker. I said, well, then, if that's the team that KD wants to go to and they can't get this done, then the Nets don't need to trade him. And I thought that's where they stood with this shit, you know? But, and then, like, to, like, make that Kyrie trade, they, people saying that they could have got more in terms of, like, draft um, stock with other trades, but they were trying to do things to improve the situation to appease KD. But then I hear that he don't fuck with um, with Spencer, you know? So I'm like, it's just all over the place, you mm-hmm. It's like they, they had no direction, you know? And if he were just unsure about Kyrie, he shouldn't have fucking traded James Harden. <laughs> like, like, all these moves seem like they're independent moves and nothing is, like, well thought through. Yeah, it's like being a Wizards fan, yeah. It's just a series of moves, but you don't see like any long term strategy of how you're gonna make this work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, man. Shout out to Knicks fans out there. Um, they've been second class second class citizens for like two years, but they partying real good right now, young, because um Yeah. That shit disintegrated like some motherfucking cotton candy, young. That mm-hmm. quick dog. Man. No titles, young. Nope. What they, what they had a game seven against Milwaukee. That's, that's like the the, the height of their fucking um, succession. Big toe game. Mm-mm-mm. Big threes ain't as easy as people thought they were. They don't be working. But yeah, um, yeah, man. Phoenix becomes an, uh, obviously an automatic. Threat to the West and to the the NBA as a whole. Um, Katie seems to be the last missing piece. I'm like, you know, they tried this shit two years ago. Um, 
Devin Booker, like the moment was was too big for him. So mm-hmm. you know, he'll be the he'll be the second guy there. You know, he'll be he'll be Clay to um, KD's mm-hmm. motherfucking Steph and shit, man. And Chris Paul just be happy to um, be along for the ride and get that ring and get this other monkey off his back, yo. Yeah. I know he's gonna curse people out if he get that ring, yo. Yeah. 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 So another reason why I'm glad that I've like let go of my disdain for him um, after college. Cause um yeah, the numbers um pretty chunky, dog. And you add that ring to it, young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conversations are, are are to be had. Yeah. People gonna start telling you he better than some people that you don't think he really better than though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it even itself out because because of the way he's like failed in such a dramatic fashion over like especially them joints in like when he was losing to the Warriors, young know, like people were putting motherfuckers above him that didn't belong above him just because you know it was Paul on Chris time, young, know, and he's an asshole. It's easy to do, young. Know, it's fun to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about to be the day to Geechee, dog. So, um, of course, that's if people gonna start saying he's better than Isaiah. Hey, that's between Sam. People, um, people, people gonna start saying he's better than Gary Payton. They gonna stop like hands down, like ain't no argument no more. He better than Jason Kidd, like a, like a lot of people, you know. And uh, Steph got two titles. Niggas saying he better than Magic, young. That's when I turn, I turn my list radar off, you know. Y'all can think what y'all want. Y'all y'all wrong, but I ain't gonna argue with you. Y'all y'all have at it, you know. All right. So um I've got through that. Uh did you have any um, anything on Georgetown? Um nah. It's okay to say no. Nah, I just I'm just waiting for it to be over at this point, man. So. Yeah, I get it. Um, I ain't got nothing for Carolina. Um, this shit is about over and good for him, man. All right. Um, is there anything else to be uh? Feel like maybe. Oh yeah, we talking about to our Riri, young, and people complaining about that performance, huh? I thought it was perfectly serviceable. So, you know, I would never want to be um, called toxic. Mm-hmm. So, the young ladies at our um, at the the party I went to, I deferred to them. I said, "How did y'all view it?" Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they're like, "Yeah, it's, it was cool. It wasn't Beyonce," and I left it at that. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to let that be known so without cause I don't have like uh, uh, I do like Riri uh, but I don't have like a real Beyonce Rihanna agenda right but I but I but however I do have a bit of a Super Bowl halftime agenda okay so when they said um, yeah it wasn't better than Beyonce I said you well you know that's fair, but um, and like she was better than um, Bruno, and uh, yeah, 
Uh-huh. Oh no, they performed together. I'm like, no, no, no. The one he performed by himself. Yes. That one. That one. I will say um, it was obvious very early in my year her stomach is protruding. Um, yeah. I've never seen so many smart, dumb niggas have to examine a whole 10 minute performance to, to figure out a woman is pregnant, you know? Right. I think it was pretty obvious. Like even that, she's been drinking forties or something. I don't know, but like the average, the average out there, I'm like, you know, I think it kind of goes without saying. But then again, you don't want to say it out loud, and then it kind of find out, oh, yeah, she just gained some weight. Then you offended Rihanna and shit. So yeah, I just, you know, you. right. So I just asked, you know, a woman that was at the Super Bowl, I was like, you know, I ain't trying to be rude, but Rihanna pregnant, right? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. Fine. Appreciate it. So what I didn't get, like, I don't know if I've been getting my motherfucking um, news from Jimmy the Greek or what, you know, but I thought everybody knew she'd been pregnant, you know, like, I heard this shit weeks ago. Uh, maybe it was just, just a rumor or something like that, but yeah, I heard it, and then the first half second I saw her, you know, like, oh, yeah, she's pregnant. But see, people I was people in the prime were saying like she had just had a kid. I don't know how old that child is they have. But people was like, yeah, she just had a kid. Yeah, it was it was a while. It was. So yeah, I I forgot when she when she when they had the baby. Yeah. So it could have been, you know, a fucking year ago and I'd have been like, okay. I thought it may have been like a couple months or whatever. I'm not sure. But that's what people kept saying, like she just had one. But man. again, I think it was pretty obvious. Like, yeah, she was, she's pregnant. Yeah, I fuck with her because um, she ain't no more fucking guess you. She got the whole check, young. Yeah, the whole joint. Well, not the whole check because she didn't get paid. She get paid? What you mean? Super Bowl performers don't get paid. For oh. Damn, you know what? That did happen with um, Cardi B, and you know her ignorant ass. What? Yeah. I but, was like, but then I said my skin's gonna go up, and, and right, right. But she's hundred percent correct. Like even Rihanna, I forget what the exact numbers were, but it's um, a proven fact that. The Super Bowl performer after that, like their streams go up astronomically, um, ticket sales like for concerts, mm-hmm. like their searches yeah. for their night, like it was like all these things happened after they performed um, at the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. as a trade off, they like, all right, you don't gotta pay me, even though I like it's crazy that they don't get an appearance fee, but yeah, you know what they get out of it, it's like yeah, that's even better than what the NFL would have paid him anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, shot there for performing um, pregnant and like, they had her on the motherfucking cables and shit, you know, like, like mm-hmm. Rocky, I'm like, man, can we just keep this shit like earthbound, you know? Mm-hmm. Ain't that comfortable with all that, you know? But, 
they pulled it off, um, good performance, and it's the second most watched Super Bowl halftime of all time. Of all time, yep. More yeah, people was... watch the Super Bowl halftime show than watch the game. Mm-hmm. And, and the game was, was heavily watched, so mm-hmm. that tells you a lot, a lot. So, you know, for people that want to, um, you know, numbers don't lie, you know, second most. So, <laughs> yeah, it was real good, too, young, because uh, smiles like, well, that just proves she's not better than Prince because it wasn't the most watched of all time. Like, yeah, most watched of all time is Katy Perry. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. you figure out how, how to spin that one. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that's it, man. We can jump on into um, our second segment, Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Kenny, mm-hmm. I think I need to watch every other episode of The Last of Us, Sean, because um, every other episode pulls me back in, you know? Hmm. Now, the beginning of this joint started off a little shaky, you know? It did. For me, a lot of this show, remi- like, it reminds me of The Walking Dead and some people get it, some people don't, because a lot of people jumped off of um, The Walking Dead, and rightfully so, um, like around Negan time, whatever, man. But mm-hmm. the beginning of this episode, man, I was like, um, why they got Morgan and his son up on his joint, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Morgan and I mean, Cleveland Jr. is what I call him. Mm-hmm. He's, real, he's real active and running around. Hey, man. So, I said, okay, uh, like, two weeks ago, they did a love story, basically, what um, they did with Daryl um, last season. I know a lot of people haven't, haven't seen that, because they jumped off board, but it was a lot. They dedicated a whole episode to Daryl in a love story, or whatever. Kind of did that there two weeks ago, and this week, the Morgan joint, Young, but, you know, it quickly turned, Young, and, um, yeah, man, I, I, I enjoyed this episode, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I know people uh who've been hoping for some action. Mm-hmm. I think they want to see them fight the, the zombies a little bit more. And this is also the first episode where they saw uh, clickers. Uh, yeah, the clickers. And he said there was a bloater in this episode too. The joint came out of the ground. And yeah, start, yeah. Start snapping next. Yeah. That's so. So, man, what? How do you kill them, motherfuckers, man? Um. In the game, it seems like you just gotta like avoid them as much as you can because like they're very strong and um, I think in the game they emit like a like a like a gas or something like that that like hurts um, that hurts you. But in the TV show, it don't look looks like they don't have that. But it, that kind of goes into like in the game, like you always had on a like a, a gas mask because like the like the actual fungus was like in the air, it was like spores in the air, but yeah. it's not like this in the show though. And it's mm-hmm. you know it's one of those things that they change. They change the you know I'm not gonna say a lot of things. Like the core stuff is there, but like certain they've made you know certain modifications to the story from uh, from the game, and um, I think that's one of them. So where the uh, bloaters in this joint, they may just be just almost like you know like the fucking Federal Hawk and shit where. Strong yeah. as a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it's going to take a lot of bullets to put one of them down. Yeah. 
that one joint, yeah, that, that joint climbed out the ground, young. Um, yeah. She was saying earlier, young. Uh, I'd imagine that's what uh, Marcus looked like running around that bar, young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got the clicking? Yeah. yeah. So, the thing about, about, about these joints, young, like, I guess you just have to avoid them, but, man, at some point, they got to face them, young. So, I'm like, is a bazooka going to work, young? Because he was shaking off everything, like, no, 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 not hurting me. I'm coming for you, man. Then, um, didn't he grab, um, our girl Shauna Young at the end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad. That's her name on um, Yellow Jackets, so. Um, yeah, so, she did that quick, Young? Yeah, they, uh, they get rid of people in this joint, Young. Hey, dog, so... As far as, like, you know, a villain or whatever, I didn't necessarily, you know, need her to be gone, young, but sorry to say, though, like, all of these friends they amass and shit and they get killed, young, I be smiling, young. I don't need no baggage, young. No baggage, young? Man, he got enough heart. He got enough to deal with, like, trying to tuck this kid around, young. He's going to have two, motherfuckers, two other motherfuckers, young. yeah. I mean that's the thing. Like all the people in the you know in the show that died, they, like they died in the game. So that's the thing. Like if you actually know what happens in the game, you know how this is. You know, you know, of course, you know how this is going. I'm not gonna say end because you know, I'm sure they're gonna make you know more Last of Us, um, Last of Us games, and of course they you know possibly another season of the show or whatever. But um, yeah, you know where this story is going. Like I said, they've made you know a couple changes here and there, but yeah. This is this is how it happens, right? So, like you know, to juxtapose it um, against The Walking Dead, it kind of well, it worked for The Walking Dead for a certain amount of time that they kept on picking people up and you kept on becoming more and more um, interested in their story. But that's kind of because they were trying to build a community, whereas he's just trying to get from point A to point B with the kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dog. Like I don't need no baggage, and like man. They run from town to town and shit. What if you find a fucking Camaro and got four niggas, John? What then? What then, man? I mean, yeah, it's man. Tec- it technically got a back seat, but not really, man. Yeah. That black man was um, over 5'10", young. That back seat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not yeah, making it from... Cooked, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. not making from where they at to where they trying to go in. Back seat of that drink, man. Hey, uh, I thought the ball was going to be on tonight, you know. I was cooking when that one clicker um, jumped in the back seat. I like this this bitch pop blocking like Megan. Man. <laughs> 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 Dog. Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. It was not effortless too. It was like, damn, how Dog. you jump on the window down to the back, down to the back, down to the front seat now? Yeah, yeah. When she got that seat, she started really feeling good, man. <laughs> she said, yeah, that shoulder lean." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she was in the little mare there, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> little Chris Thomas, dog. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, that motherfucker shoulder action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was locking and unlocking like shit. I was like, uh oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You better get out of there. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. You, you cannot stay up in there. Man. <laughs> nah, yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> Megan the Clicker, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Clicker. 
That's pretty good. Alright, um, yeah, man, I'm interested to see next week's episode. I, I didn't quite get the explanation, um, because I was, I don't know if I was complaining about this to Bob, or no, I was complaining about this to somebody at work, you know, um, you know, that's my girl from Yellow Jackets and everything, but I'm like, why they follow this, this woman, you know, when this man is like, looks like a goddamn former Navy SEAL, he looks like he's way more, um, apt to lead a fucking charge of people at a, you know, in a zombie park, and they just follow this woman because she make mean faces, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what's the reason why she was in charge again? Yeah. Yeah, so. But I guess that's neither here nor there. Because, uh, yeah, dog. She got clicked, you know? <laughs> okay. All right, um, what else you watching? Uh, I watched the last episode of the 1619 Project. Um, okay. yeah, great job by Nicole Hannah Jones. Man. Six episodes, man, she did a really, really great job. And at the end of it, all I'm thinking to myself is like, I don't understand why people wouldn't want this being taught in schools. Hmm. People or certain people, certain people. But I mean, of course, you know, I know why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, I didn't catch the last episode of um, Your Honor. I know everybody said two minutes in is fire, it's probably the best episode of the season. I be trying to say that shit for Wednesdays, y'all, and so it's like fresh in my mind. And when Bartag just today said he wouldn't be able to make it, you know, I said, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to enjoy this um, and not rush it because it's supposed to be a great episode, man. Kenny, you really need to watch this stuff since you're a fan of Cranston, too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. It's really good, good TV, you know? Okay. Right. Um, so, um, Should I go back and watch the whole first season? Oh, can I do oh for sure, for sure, for sure, yeah, right. yeah. Because after the first season, like, 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 by now, like, you know, it is no reason for a second season. This is a cash grab. You're going to ruin the fucking story. Five minutes into the second season, like, oh, it makes sense. I'm in. Hmm. Like, this, it's amazing what good writing can do for a fucking story that you think is finished, John. Hmm. You know. And you had Cranston. Yeah. Yeah, you had Cranston, like, you know. The cast in general is, is really good, man. This kid that they have um, on here, um, whose family got killed, and now he's in like in the middle of some shit, man. He makes some real good scared faces, Kenny. And um, yeah, he's being chased by gangsters, so mm-hmm. it's pretty much needed for for for, for to make 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 this shit work, you know? So yeah, yeah. Um, He's on my list of um, young black actors, dog. Like, um, right now it's him and um, the kid who was in um, the movie on HBO about the bikers in Baltimore. He's in something new, too. I think he's in that that new ghost comedy joint on Netflix with, um, I think Mackie's in that joint. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mackie and... um, I'm not going to buy, but I'm not going to check the name of that movie. I think it's the Six Black Boys, but go ahead. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. S- something like that, man. But, like, I looked up Young's IMDB. Uh, he's from, like, Atlanta, I believe. With, man, he was fucking in twos up, Young. I was like, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got some promise here, Young. So, yeah, man. I like Young a lot, man. And um, this kid right here, dog, like, he, um, he's really good as well. So, um... I think that's all I watch this week. Oh no, um, I caught up on, on Game Theory today too, man. Um, this last episode, Bo got an um, interview with Gilbert Young. Um, I saw probably, a little bit of it. On, I think somebody posted on Instagram. Yeah, he probably need to need to have Gil on there as a regular guest. You they play pretty well off each other, and like you know, they were having this um, discussion about Ja um, Ja Morant, and you know. I think I think it was sometime last week where one of his friends was uh, allegedly pointing like a, a laser into the opposing team's bus, something like that. And some people said that it was a laser on a gun. And you know, you know, Bo was like going on about like these young guys like having to prove that they thugs and all this shit or whatever, man. And Gil started expounding upon that shit. And then Bo at one point looked at him and was like, "Well, um, you know, you brought a gun to the locker room too." can't say too much like well that's how i know and that's how why i'm an expert to talk on shit speak about shit like this because i went through it and you know it was just a a real good like like back and forth between them whatever and you know gil answered the question head on too as well well well, like you know i was there i was trying to do too much and shit and it's like everybody works hard to get to this place and then once they get there they're still doing the dumb shit niggas doing in the hood shit so it's like you know it's really not an explanation of it, of it other than fucking just being young and immature. But, you know, it can really cost some, some guys their fucking careers. And, you know, Bob, I mean, um, Ja has too much of a fucking, like, spotlight on him to fuck this up, you know. So, that was pretty good. And, um, what else? Uh, oh, <laughs> man. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Well, first of all, did you have any um, commercials that you um, particularly liked um, during Super Bowl? Um, nothing really stood out, you know? All right. I would agree, like, product placement-wise, nothing really stood out, whatever. Man. Ben Affleck man. working the drive-thru at Duncan, man. Um, I had to explain the concept of cat to people after the second Serena commercial. Okay. All right. Yeah. See. I thought that was pretty well established. Okay. But it's it's not only cat, young. It's 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 the lightning of the skin, young. Right. Like, how old is Serena? Thirty. Eight. Eight. Seven. Eight. After seeing her for over 20 years, you know, like, she don't really know people going to notice her. Yeah, and see, it's one of those things people, like, don't want to talk about or, like, acknowledge her. Yeah, yeah, because, man, we all over some Serena, man. Yeah. But, though, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, man, this got to be some bad contrast on this TV or they using a fucked up camera or or... Somebody hit hit the flash and then turn like something young like it just 
caught me off guard, and then I saw it again, and I was like, nah, young. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, it, it ain't you, you know. I, I, I just don't understand, like, you know, maybe some of these young girls are just trying to, like, you know, find themselves, and they're just confused about what the definition of beauty is, like, I don't know, you know, people go through different shit, I'm not, you know, here to judge nobody, but I would figure after you are past 28, certainly in your late 30s, you're like, you will, like, and she had a family, like, what is she, what is she doing this for, you know? I'm not gonna speculate. I'm not gonna. Dog, it's. But it's the yeah, skin and the cat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's both. You know? yeah. At first, it was just cat, but then, like you said, you know, you start noticing, like, oh, wait a minute, now you're not that complexion, dog. But dog, yeah, she. Hey, look, yeah, she was looking like um, she was not FBA, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Cause everybody know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That's what they be doing stay skin, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Better not be that white guy telling her to do this either, yeah. I'm not even gonna point the finger at that by my you know. I'm just looking at the circumstances, young. This was never a problem before, young. Yeah. I don't understand. So, but um, that wasn't even a fucking commercial. Um, <laughs> I, I just thought about that just just now, young. Kenny, I had to try to explain to these non. Other than the table set in front of their asses, niggas. Mm-hmm. Why there were two Batmans in that fucking trailer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> God, they did show that, yes. Yes, but I don't know. It seemed like a lot of people when I was watching, they wasn't really paying attention, but yeah, I get it. Lord Jesus, man. Yeah. And this nigga Marvin ain't short, so I ain't had no fucking backup to explain the shit, man. So I was like, nah, um, the only thing that helped me out is everybody's fucking f- uh, familiar with Marvel, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's like a multiverse thing. Oh, like, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. like Dr. Strange? I'm like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, though. I was right. over here playing, playing motherfucking, um, Pictionary motherfucking. Jim J. Bullock and shit, man. Right. Just trying to get these fucking clues together where they, they, they like get enough of the story to fucking understand it kinda. I'm like, yeah, so you know, go back in time, it's like two different like, you know, multiverses or whatever. So you can have like the the Affleck joint and the Keaton joint. Oh, okay. Alright, alright. Alright, thank you, yeah. Cause now it'd have been now it been tight they had Christian Bell in that joint too though. Well, the rumor is they may because that motherfucking um, cycle that was um, right. The cycle, I, I did notice that. 
And I was like, that could be, but I, well, I'm not going to say they would have definitely given it away on the Super Bowl trailer, but that wasn't a great place to do it, though. Yeah. So, after, um, after how, how slice niggas were to see, um, Toby and Andrew in that last Spider-Man exactly. joint. Exactly. Nigga, I wouldn't be surprised they bring back motherfucking Linda Carter. Yeah. Um, Dad must <laughs> die yet? Well, shit, Linda Carter was in, um, yeah, the yeah. first Wonder Woman movie. I mean, of course, it was a cameo, but she was in it, but, um, yeah. is Adwin still alive? Nah, he's fast. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, they can bring a lot of people back, you know, Yeah. If they so wish. Um, but yeah, man, it's cool looking trailer, but you know, like, <clears throat> I see a lot of people like fake outrage, like, how does Ezra Miller get to keep his job? Um, through all this fucking um, controversy, because anybody else would have been canceled. Mm-hmm. It's one answer, yo. This movie is the center of their whole fucking franchise, yo. And they shot it. It's too late, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. This one, this one gonna get canned, yo. Anything other than him killing somebody on camera in 4K, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Nah, yo. They gonna they gonna wait until the the, the motherfucking dust settles, young, and release this movie because, like uh, James Gunn said, it resets the whole fucking universe for what they trying to do. Now, you know, guess technically they could like you know superimpose my fucking Keanu Reeves um, head on this nigga in every scene, man, but probably not gonna work out that way. So you gotta keep Ezra, man. So. um See, people standing on this side and that side of Ezra. I don't care either way, young, but I, I do understand that they have to do this because, you know, they just sunk too much money into this already, and, and it's an integral part of um, the story they're trying to tell going forward. So, it is what it is, young. This, boot, this um, you know, don't watch it, complain about it, but um, it is going to happen, though. So, just let me know. But, yeah, um, other than that, man, I don't remember any other, like, good movie trailers, you know? I still think Netflix dropped the ball um, not releasing a movie directly after the Super Bowl every year after they did that shit. Um, um, With that um, Cloverfield Paradox shit, man. Like, people are wired... People are going home. They're going to stay up. A lot of people didn't go to work on Monday. Like, it's a perfect time to fucking, um, to watch and bend something on TV, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you got any, um, you got racism? Wake your ass up update? Nah, just pretty much everything that's going on in Florida right now, man. Just, yeah, you know, it's just a lot of fuckery, man. Yeah. Oh man, um, prayers up to everybody um, at Michigan State. Horrible um, state of events that happened yesterday. The shooting, man. Dog, I got to chill this morning watching like the report and that shit, man. Like, um, 
young black girl who passed, like, like my homegirl, like my fucking bestie, like, her name is almost spelled exactly like hers and shit. So when I when I heard him like read the name off, I was like, who? I, I had to run that shit back um, on my DVR and shit, man, because. Like their names were pronounced the exact same, you know, and like this, like the spelling is very similar. So, you know, I just like walked past the, the TV and saw a brown skin girl, and they said the name. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! That shit completely caught me off guard. And then I found out, you know, she wanted to become a doctor and help her clients. Yep. The gun violence in this fucking country, bro. And these Republicans. Redirect the conversation every time, you know. Yeah. It's like it's personal, you know. What I mean? mm-hmm. You know what's personal? Somebody getting killed. Mm-hmm. And then they hear about those kids who like went to the high school that had been um that had um had gun violence attached to it a couple years ago, and then they go to college, and then the same shit happens. And like yep. one girl is like, man, she was just shaking the whole time she was on. Um, Today show this morning, you know, just like it's like she was reliving both of them together. Mm, Oxford High School and Michigan State. Yeah. Yep. But that's the. I mean, I can't even say that's the, the compromise, man, because there is no compromises. Nah. That's just how it is. We mm-hmm. want to have our guns and. If that means that we just have these mass shootings all the time, like this was the 67th mass shooting this year so far. Uh, we, we in fucking February, bro. Yeah, dog. It's more than, it's like more than one shoot, more than one mass shooting per day. Per day. So, like, th- this is like the normal. This is this is our new normal. And, and uh, y'all are good with this. Not doing anything to try to prevent it. Anything. This is the only right. country where this happens, but y'all sure we can't do nothing about it? It's the only country where it happens. It happens nowhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. But apparently we can't do shit about it. Yeah, man. I know, like, there's a divide between like Democrats, Republicans, people who are conservatives and liberals whatever man but this kind of crosses into like what about your humanity dog like your compassion for don't, don't, fellow don't, it, 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 it's absent people that are career politicians in this country they don't care about serving people they just want something that has all the perks of being in Congress, having your own staff and get to go out of the country and charter to the taxpayer. You get the best benefits. And you pretty much get job security. Like, you know, once you pretty much get in there, it's damn near impossible to vote you out. They don't give a damn about actually doing anything for people. And a lot of them, like, don't have empathy. They don't really give a fuck. Until it happens to somebody they love. So, like, for example, Nancy Reagan for stem cell research. Why? Because her husband had cancer. Right. Dick Cheney, gay marriage. 
fuck gay marriage. Oh, I got a gay daughter, pro-gay marriage. When it happens to somebody that all of a sudden is in their life, then all of a sudden they kind of develop the empathy. But other than that, they don't give a fuck. If a couple of kids got killed in a mass shooting at fucking the school that they send their Georgetown visit, I'm not going to name the fucking schools, but one of the schools that, you know, we know that yeah. people go to, you know what I'm saying, who have powerful parents. If it happened there, then yeah, you actually might see some movement on something because then it would have impacted them. But other than that, again, they just don't give a fuck enough to do anything about it. Because it doesn't relate to them, like, school shooting happens in Texas, like, yeah, my thoughts and prayers, but I'm not going to do anything. These people just spend more life. I just don't get how people who are not, you know, who are not very well off to rich are Republican and buy half of the shit that they say, because they're talking about, like, they're like non-empathy. It includes you too. Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like these fucking like trailer trash motherfuckers be following. Tra- like, dog, mm-hmm. he don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck about his family. Young. Right. Like, what no. about you think he give a fuck about you? But these motherfuckers like, I don't even know. Like, you can't call it Stockholm syndrome. It's something else, young. Other than stupidity. Ignorance? I, I don't know, dog. Mm. Yeah. Dr. King always said the two most dangerous things to say ignorance and conscience is stupidity. And you see a lot of that. Yeah. Like, and every time this shit happens, like, he's always like, yeah, this is not the time to talk about this. But if it happens every fucking day multiple times, when's the time to talk about it? Never the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> never. It's never the time. Yeah, it's crazy. Because it would no matter what happens, it'll always be guns don't kill people. People kill people. Mm-hmm. A gun is an inanimate object. We need to keep those guns out of the people who are mentally ill. That's what they say. That's the excuse. It's a mental health thing, but they don't do anything to contribute to mental health. As a matter of fact, they want to defund all kind of shit like that. Yeah. So you say this is the problem, and how about you address the problem, man? If you say that's the problem, do something to try to fix it. But they don't even do that. Because again, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, because again, it's, yeah, maintaining power. That's it. Bottom line, whatever I need to do to keep this job, that's what I'm going to do. Right. So if that means coming out and saying that I'm pro-gun, I'm this, I'll do it. Yeah. And people don't feel safe going nowhere. No you, got people, you got people who be, who, I mean, those, those, those kids will be traumatized for life, man. Oh, for to, sure, to survive man. like that, that first one and then to do it again, like that feeling of just complete terror where you feel like I- I'm-, I'm about to die. So now every time 
these kids growing into young adults like are at their internship this summer and they're fucking fire drill young mm-hmm. they might just freeze up at their fucking desk dog mm-hmm. replay all this shit all over again super sad man nope pathetic alright um I meant to send this to you especially, man. Um, but I said um, I was talking about it with a few folks uh, um, today, and I posted on a colleague about this. Have you seen this um, this interaction on this podcast between Willie D and Scarface? I haven't, no. All right. So last week at the Grammys, um, they had a special performance for the anniversary of um, Fifty Years of Hip Hop, right? So Scarface was invited, Willie D wasn't. Scarface didn't tell Willie D, I don't think. Or if he did tell him, he said that he was invited as Scarface and not part of the Ghetto Boys. So when the performance happened, Face performed um, My mom a few playing bars tricks from on me. Mom Playing Tricks on Me. Mm-hmm. So can you guys see this fucking clip, man? So, Willie, like, breaks down everything and was like, so, my problem is you didn't let me know. So, according to Face, he was like, well, they told me I was coming here for a Scarface performance and they changed it at the last minute. And that's why I did it. And he's like, well, at no time did it occur to you, like, before or after the performance to like call me and let me know and Faith said no it, it never crossed my mind <laughs> and Willie said well I don't believe you uh-huh. and I don't think anybody else really believed like you might like Faith more than Willie but this ain't about that young like it never crossed your mind. Like, dog, they might not be besties, young, but at the very least, young, they are working partners at some point. So he knows what he's going to take this shit personal. The, the, way that, the way they talk to each other, that's just not a business relationship. They're friends. Yeah, young. Like, it might be tumultuous at times, young, but... Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Don't nobody believe that shit, man. Come on, yo. Come on, dog. Dog. So, I thought it was fucked up, but then I started reading, like, the collie. I started reading shit on Twitter, whatever, and everybody was on FaceTime, young. And I'm like, are y'all serious, young? I mean, he ain't saying you got to die as a result of it, man. But yeah, man, like, this was uh, a Ghetto Boy performance at the Grammys. And it's kind of fucked up. You ain't let me know about it, young, before or after. Just a conversation, young. Like, yeah, just hey, say I'm, the Grammys hit me you know up. They... Right, right. And then, like, the way Face handled it, young, I'm thinking he lying about the whole thing. Because, like, this ain't, like, <laughs> sorry, y'all. 
This ain't the BET Awards, young. You trying to tell me five minutes before, five minutes before the Grammys, young? They changed the whole performance up, young. Yeah. And like, when you watch this, young, he was real condescending too, young. Face was. Yeah, young. I was expecting Willie to jump across that from the table at one point, young. Well, I know he know Willie know how to box too. Yeah. And Willie's still in good shape too. Yeah. Hey, don't nobody want to see face take, you know, free quick ones to the to the chin on some bullshit, but Dog, if he like I'm gonna send you the video. When you see it, you know, just go to the fucking comment section. It's like hilariously sad. How many people want Scarface nuts? They basically laugh at and ridicule Willie for saying that um he need to stop being so sensitive and butthurt. Dog it's amazing how sensitive society has become as it pertains like everybody's feelings except for black men. Yeah, ain't that some shit? I mean, you can literally step on a plant and get more sympathy than a nigga like who's just expressing his feelings in a non-violent way. So now he a pussy, you know? You you can choose to let that shit get you upset, you know. Because yeah. we, we've talked on plenty of occasions about you know some of the shit that people say on the next door app in the comments. You know? yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This can't. Eat. Yeah, I I don't even understand people like y'all. Yeah, <laughs> y'all to be saying some of this bullshit. So if Willie D is honestly just asking Scarface, like I'm not saying you shouldn't have did it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. If that's our song, and the yeah. Grammys hit you up, uh, you just couldn't just say, "Yeah, just the courtesy of, yeah." They asked me to perform, like that's all I'm asking for, and I'm a pussy just for saying that. So yeah, face but, like, yeah. So everything's my fault. I know. I'm, I was like, see, um, nah, nah, you ain't now. Nah, you're not the victim. No, 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 yeah. no. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're not yeah, about dog. to flip this, though. You're not the victim in this. Absolutely not. You performed on the Grammys. You're not the victim. Right, yeah. I'm just confronting you about how this happens. That's it. Because I'm curious. You can't fault yeah. me for being curious how you performed our song on the Grammys and I ain't no shit about it. And I don't know shit about I'm it. I'm the problem. I performed on that song. <laughs> I'm still yeah, alive. Man. As a matter of fact, we're talking right now. It's not like nigga, like we estranged and shit. That nigga said, you wrote three verses and I wrote a verse, y'all. I'm part of that song. <laughs> but now Willie wrong, you know? For, say, for saying something? Niggas and they favorite, you It is like it's, 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 all it's reality, you It's sickening, you Yeah, dog. But overall, you this is why I can't, you know, just accept all these revamped political and social correct practices you know simply put is because they don't apply to me <laughs> yeah. so why should I been the fuck back over over back with young and then like defend everyone else young particularly come particularly when it comes to shit that I don't even find offensive but shit like this young yeah, yeah man like I guess black men just gotta suck it up very boss you know get their feelings on you know consider this shit you know right Suck it up. Like everybody told Michael Irvin to suck it up, huh? Dog. 
I wonder how much money he lost last week, man. Man, just suck it up. <laughs> Nigga, and then, t- then today, uh, shop the Buster Rounds. People saying he overreacted. Uh, I said... That woman touched his ass without his consent, Young. What is he supposed to do? Any any of y'all faves that would have happened to, if somebody out here would have touched Rihanna's ass, people would have want that person to get stomped in the mud. Kenny, fuck what you talking about, Young. The Navy is resilient, Young. What if somebody touched Beyonce's ass? See, I, I didn't want to go there. No, young. We, I ain't want to go there. We know? go into extremes, young, because that's what it's come to, young. Because nobody give a fuck until you say some shit they care about, young. How is he wrong? He didn't punch her. He just politely threw a drink on her, young, because she was she wasn't being classy. Don't That's what you t- do, motherfuckers. We ain't classy. You touched my ass. You touched me, period, young. I did not give you permission to touch my body. If somebody came up beside me I didn't know and maybe pat me on the arm, touch me on the arm, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I get up off me. I mean, I throw a drink on, but get up off me. Once you start touching my ass, you know? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No. Who the Nah. He didn't even look to see who it was because it don't matter. Kenny, all kinds of shit will be running through my mind. Now. I'm like, okay, is this some like, you know, jackass 2023 shit done? Like, right. Is the person who touched my ass possibly trans? I'm like, is this going to be on? T- like, dog, all that shit will be running through my that. mind. Now. Right. Because, like I said, he didn't even turn around because, again, it don't matter. Well, you should be thinking like that. Well, you know what? Nobody should be fucking touching me. How about that? <laughs> How about that? You know? And see, that's another thing. People like people who say that shit. Well, so how would you like somebody to walk up and touch your ass? What the fuck are you gonna do? Dog, that is my bottom line. That for the life of me, young, I can't understand why people find a way to like find a counter argument as it pertains to just violence in general, young. Violence between men, violence between women, violence between men and women. Why don't everybody just keep their fucking hands to themselves, that's, young? That's all, they, that's all y'all got to do. That's it. Won't be no problems. Oh, no, it's different. No, it's not. You know? No, it's not. Tom, there was a video this week of this big-ass girl in this school. First of all, like, I can't believe, like, there's, like, seem like there's an endless supply of, like, school fight videos. Ain't <laughs> no, young. No, it's like, like, I see maybe, like, no bullshit, like, five or six new ones every day. Not saying, like, they came, like, the day before or whatever, but, like, five or six per day. I, like, I've never seen this before, right? And it's yeah. obviously at the schools in the classroom or some shit. Anyway, this big-ass girl, like, they was in the cafeteria. This big-ass girl, like, she was yelling at this other girl, pointing at her, pushing at her and all that. And this bigger dude came and stopped putting himself between the girl and the, and, and the bigger girl. Mm-hmm. So he kept like you know shielding them, like the like the like the uh, the smaller girl come to find that's his little sister. Mm-hmm. So he was basically in between obviously Baby D and his little sister, <laughs> and trying to prevent Baby D from whipping his little sister ass. And finally, Baby D pushes dude, and dude mm-hmm. snuck her. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So everybody saying like, oh my God, I can't believe he did. And I said, you know what? Yasin didn't say shit about why did she push him in the first place? Mm-hmm. Nobody says nothing about that. Now, I'm not saying he was right for what he did, but you know what? She wouldn't be laid out on the ground right now if she just kept her hands to herself. Yeah. And then there's also the um, the common sense of it too, right? Okay, I'm picking on this little person. When the bigger person comes over to me, maybe I need to calm the fuck down, young. Because I don't know if he's going to hit bop. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know if he's going to hit me. He, he just hit me. Yeah. But, you know, this is another thing that society has drilled into people's head. Like, oh, no, a nigga's never going to hit hit a woman, young. He's not supposed to, young. But if you go through life going by what's supposed to happen, young, you're going to have a real big disappointment um, from the time you're born to the time you die, young. Because people don't go by the NFL script, young. Newsflash. Shout out to Willie D, man. I feel your pain, dog. Like, and believe me, I'm no 100% Willie D cosign, young. Like, I've been listening to his motherfucking vlogs and trying to like, who this nigga stuck in 1980? But he not wrong here, young. He not. I like to hear Willie in 2023 say, "Took a left at the Popeyes." I want to hear that. <laughs> But Scarface want to rob us of these moments because he want to be selfish and then get on a, yeah. on a podcast act like a victim. Face, you better than that, man. Nigga, you made the diary, dog. What the fuck? Come on, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what um, it possibly could have been, but nobody's, you know, acknowledging it. Maybe Scarface was just jealous to the mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared of the mom. Like, yeah, I've been there too, dog. Just scared, scared. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, while we're right here on hip hop, um, Sunday was uh, also a sad day um, um, for the fraternity of hip hop. We lost. Dave, a.k.a. Trugoy, a.k.a. Plug Number 2 from De La Soul. Um, he had been dealing with some health problems, but it's just sad in the fact that, like, they had been going through this war with Tommy Boy and these streaming services for the last, like, 15, 20 years, and they finally came to an agreement and were going to release their, um, their catalog on all streaming platforms um, in the next, like, I think, month or so. And, um... You know, he didn't live to see that um, that take place. Um, but I was thinking um, earlier today or yesterday, like, I wasn't the biggest De La Soul fan, but I want to say that they contributed something to hip-hop that started like I don't want to say a movement but like a subset of fans in hip hop. So 
I think, you know, everybody our age, especially, you know, we, we first became familiar with De La Soul from the Me, Myself, and I video, right? Mm-hmm. So, with that, and then, I guess, I'm not sure if, if that came before Potholes in My Lawn. No, 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 no. Potholes in My Lawn was first. Okay. Potholes in My Lawn was first. And they played like, that damn video damn near four times, five times an hour, it seemed like sometimes, on the box back in the on day. On the box? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that was the video where people trying to kind of figure out what they were. And then we got me, myself, and I, and people were like, you know, attached this um, Daisy Age moniker to their brand. They, they they weren't the typical boom bap, like, New York right. rapper. Like, they even like Powell's in my lawn had, like, that trumpet sample. Mm-hmm. Um, me, myself, and I, like, more like funk. Yeah. It's like they, you know, they, they had a lot of... This shit didn't all sound the same. It like, did. they experimented with a lot of different sounds. You didn't know they what didn't you really were going to get from, like, song to song. Yeah, they, they really didn't fit any, like, you know, like, slot of rappers. They weren't gangster rappers. They Not at all. Nah. They weren't super conscious, seemingly. But, you right. know, I'm, I'm going to kind of get there. You know, people kind of, like, juxtapose that to, like, you know, who was more revolutionary, MLK or, or Malcolm X. And it might not be what you think. On first glance or whatever, but like, I guess I guess like that would might have been that was probably in junior high school, right? So when we get to high school, they they lost souls dead drops in. Um, I want to say the lead single from that was Ring Ring Ring. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. So when that joint drops or whatever, you kind of still like like the the thing that kind of like you know was the universal thing with them is they seemed like they were having fun, mm-hmm. right? The videos were entertaining. They had friends in them, you know, like, and it seemed like you know a good time or whatever. And you get that from from that from that song as well. But then when people actually got the album, it was a lot more to it, you know. And it lost some people. And I and I'll be the first person to say say it lost me. And I'm like, this is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but it's not what I expected. And, you know, people fall in love with, with gangster rap and, you know, I guess among their peers, whatever, like, people always had Tribe first and then maybe De La and or Black Sheep or somebody like that or whatever. But, especially where I went to school, so I went, I went to an academic high school, um, Banneker in D.C., whatever, there were people that were arguing every day about how you don't understand or appreciate De La because this is what they're rapping about. They're rapping about stuff in metaphor. You know, since the beginning of time, niggas have confused metaphor and similes, but you know, mm-hmm. I digress. But, but like, I want to say De La is the first group that established rap nerds. People didn't dissect albums just like on this like this level of lyricism, you know, intent, um, perception, their visuals, like all that shit, like put together, made up the De La Soul pie. And these rap nerds had to explain this shit to niggas that didn't know whether they knew or not. They thought they knew, 
whether or not they knew, like, that's a different conversation. But it wasn't just like, you know, that disposable rap that when you get to your first listen, you hear something and you know exactly what the song's about. Like, there was deep, there were, there were deeper meanings to these songs that the rap nerds had to decipher for the rest of, of us, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't remember any groups before that popular on a mainstream level because you might say what well, the Jungle Brothers probably preceded them or whatever but they weren't super popular like that you know a couple of the videos were on the, on the box level but they didn't get they weren't on WPGC like you know the, the songs weren't on the mainstream radio so like in the mainstream I feel like they were the first group that established rap nerds I don't know I was just, just I, I just I, started I had to it, think about know. that man I, I see where you're going with it though man because like you know, conscious. Okay, you had Jirok, him. You had you know, um, you know, lyricist, um, storytelling. You had Cool G rap. You know, these were great rappers or whatever. But they didn't really attract the rap nerds. Like that wasn't their group. Like the the outside the box thinkers and the fucking like you know people who weren't necessarily like you know the coolest in in in, in the classroom or whatever. A lot of those people would would. would Daylight fans, and they connected to them on a different level. That's why they had like such a cult following their whole career. Like, if you were a Daylight fan in '93, you were probably a Daylight fan for for the rest of your life. Whereas, you know, if you like, you know, the fucking Afros and shit in 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 '92, whatever, yeah, you probably got tired of shit by '94. Or even if you were a Prince Paul fan, like you know. That Gravedigger shit probably had an expiration date on it. But people, like, grew up with, with, with like, with, with Daylight, and, you know, I feel like that, that rap nerd shit is a big part of that, you know? Because they were speaking to people that could, like, decipher and decode, like, their raps that weren't just surface level to them, whatever, so. I don't know. If anybody um, can think of any um, rap nerd groups um, before or after, you know, let us know. But yeah, rest in peace, Dave, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Way yeah. again, way too young. We losing a lot of these, a lot of these guys, man. Way too young, man. You know, that's another thing I was thinking about, man. Like, um, I think Bob um, posted something like, um, like this just happened way too um, often, and like people kind of like glossing over it, but like this shit like really be hitting niggas, or whatever, man. But. Dog, for as bad as it might seem, because it's about to get worse, you know? Like, I liken this joint to, like, you know, when I was, you know, a preteen and, like, a lot of these fucking, like, 70 soul singers started dying. It's like, I always remember, like, my mom and my aunt sitting in the living room when Marvin Gaye died, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's, like, one of the most vivid memories of my life, of my childhood or whatever, man. But, you know, at some point, like, your athletes start dying, your musicians start dying, you know, just like important people from your childhood, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? It's going to be rough for these youngins now because half these motherfuckers is drug addicts, you know? Mm. And in the last, what, three to four years, like, how many fucking these motherfucking kids done died from drug overdoses? Also, are they really going to, like, get to 50? I mean, you know, not everybody, but it's a lot of people's, like, 
artists they fuck with right now, young, they probably not going to make it to 50. Sad, man. But yeah. Rest in peace, Dave. Still one of the most iconic moments on TV when he showed up to Chappelle's show with the motherfucking Hulk um, Buster um, glove on you. Classic. All right, KB. Um, you got any tanks? Uh, I was in the Clay Kane show the other day. And, um, dude, I think it was Alan Moore called uh, Dak Prescott. He called him Preston Dascott. Preston Dascott? Preston Dascott. Sound like um that fake ass account Bob had on on um on uh, Facebook trying to eavesdrop on his niche and that 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 Braxton Riggins, huh? <laughs> that's what that's what it really was, huh? Yeah, he had um <laughs> he had Braxton from uh, the Jamie Foxx show on John Riggins' body, yeah. Listening feedback of the week. And I will reiterate again, we're sorry uh, to all the listeners for uh, skipping over y'all emails as much as we did. So, like, niggas, like, mm-hmm. man, they ain't done, I guess. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we sorry. We love when y'all write me. <laughs> yeah. um, this one is from Mr. Hey Coffee. Tank was black people at a restaurant, right? Sup, fellas, I have a tank and a rant for y'all. A bunch of my cousins were in town. Some of my family all went out to eat at Papa Doe. I don't know why I agreed to this, but I hadn't seen my family in a minute. <laughs> uh, we sat down, and my brother and I started talking about TV shows. So uh, I go, I just finished uh, White Lotus. It's on HBO Max. He goes, oh, you got HBO? You seen This Is Us yet? I go, nah, I don't like that sad story <laughs> stuff. Plus, it's on network TV. He goes, nah, bros on HBO Max, it just came out. So I'm sitting there looking confused. And he goes, it's got zombies. It's based on video game. I go, nigga, do you mean The Last of Us? He goes, yeah, oh yeah, that's it. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is us. Didn't uh, Mark White call us something? Uh, MBJ, his wife, hold up. She called us so. Oh, yeah. What did she call it then? Yeah, join he sent us. Um, <laughs> we find that. Man. Okay, I got the, the red. So yeah, man, I'm here on HBO Max and. She just fell asleep on, um, <laughs> they left us for dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot what it was. I knew it was good, you know. 
And then your opponent turned over and said, why are you trying to explain it rather than just like saying what it is, you They left us for dead, you Oh, man. Yeah. Good stuff, man. People in the imagination, man. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Should be running wild like Hulkamania, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> They left us for dead. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, he's also a quick rant about black people in large gatherings at restaurants. Mm-hmm. Why is it such an ordeal? <laughs> That's an ancient. <laughs> that question for for centuries. You know, black people in large gatherings at restaurants. You know? um, I love my family, but it was eighteen of us. Good God. And the full mm-hmm. party didn't show up until an hour and a half after mm-hmm. the scheduled reservation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, they checking all the nigga boxes. This is almost typical, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. when we got seated, people were complaining. Uh-huh. My sister-in-law mm-hmm. immediately started hounding the server for some bread. My uncle was asking away a million questions and trying to substitute out every little side so he can have the most custom meal ever made. And finally, a cousin I barely knew ordered chicken tenders of all things. This lady was 50 plus, came to Papa Do's and ordered chicken tenders. <laughs> Maybe I'm bougie, but I can't go out to eat these things no more. Thank God the restaurant I was able to spit the check because I couldn't take any. How are we going to pay for this shenanigans? You know these old niggas don't have Venmo. Peace and blessings. Dog, uh, that's the that's what I was waiting for, you know, Yeah, that you know. check. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the that's the cherry alamo on top of the, mm-hmm. the shit. The shit slice of pie, you know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I try to avoid them at all costs. You know. The most um, I'll do, like at a dinner, be honest with you, you know, is like maybe six. Eight is pushing it, but like six is like really like my maximum. You know? Anything uh, more than that, young, know, is gonna be problems. You know? So Pablo's been around a long time. I'm not sure if they revamped their shit, but I know like another potential problem is if they don't include that tip on there when them mm-hmm. niggas try to drop that exact amount. You know? Yep. Oh yeah. Um, my shit was like thirty five. Um, yeah. His uh no, my shit was was thirty three. All got thirty five. You, you can keep that little two dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck is about keep? Man? You better keep on reaching that motherfucker wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas think they doing something with that two with that two, you know? With that two. Yeah. So keep that two, you know? Yeah. A uh, between that and and then that that nigga you ask all the questions, young man. Let me tell you something, Kenny. Uh, we went to um, was it Costa Rica? I think it was Costa Rica. Uh, so you know it was our crew, but you know a few people, um, one or two people had some outsiders the group, which is cool. It was cool, dude, John. Um, person talking about, you know, might have been, um, at that bar with you earlier, um, sometime somewhere in, um, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
So Miss Peoples was with us, man. This one dude in Drew, man. It became hilarious after a while. At first, you you were you were a little embarrassed, then you were mad, then it just became like part of the joke of the weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everywhere we went, yeah. Hey, 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 my man. So, um, this cost this much, so I'm getting that. But I mean, this other dish right here, like you know, it gives you a little bit. So, like, explain to me why this cost. Dog. Mhm. 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 Hey, yeah, man. You know, like, like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like he got more shrimp than me. So, um, how can we make this right? Um, <laughs> hey, dog. Every place we went, young. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I can't deal with niggas, young. Mhm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> nigga, going to a restaurant acting like it's a flea market, like, we going to bargain, you yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. That's a rough one right there. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like every time waves, like, dog, is this a joke, yo? Yeah. He wasn't playing. Nah, young. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't know motherfucker with bullshit. If I was away, I wouldn't be getting no tips, young. Because I'd be out there motherfucker like, I'll put this is the price. <laughs> <laughs> there is no debating the price. Mm-hmm. No bargaining, mm-hmm. nothing of that, none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, dog, like, <laughs> it's, it's terrible, young, but. Sometimes when you get some distance between it, young, like, and think back, dog, it is completely hilarious. And if it's your family, young, like, of course they did, young, because that's what they always do, young. So why would it be any different different in this fucking situation? Yeah. That's why I just don't go out with some family, young, because um, niggas cheap and um, ignorant. So, mm-hmm. eat, eat half the shit they want to turn it in. <laughs> because it, because it's too spicy, bitch. You this, ate half of it. <laughs> this sandwich ain't good, man. You done ate half of it and opened the other half up and ate half the patty and like dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what I ordered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the. the the best, the funniest joint, yeah. Um, what's this joint across from the uh, um, Verizon Center? Um, it used to be a, a Gordon Beerish up there, yeah. So we went up there for um, my homegirl Rashida's birthday. Jesus, must have been 20 years ago. My memory can't remember what fucking color socks, like, socks I got on, but I can remember some shit from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we went there for her birthday, yeah. Kenny. While I when that bill came back, it was like an extra hundred dollars on that joint, you know? mm-hmm. Why did somebody order a shot of Louis Young? <laughs> somebody ordered a shot of Louis, sat there at that table, young, <laughs> took it down. And they say nothing. 
Then miraculously got hit in the head with a men in black motherfucking stick, man. <laughs> Forgot the whole episode. It was like, hey, 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 look. I ain't get that shit. I don't even know what Louis, Louis tastes like. All right, man. Only three of us have brown looking at this table. It's one of us, young. I don't think you know our, our, our man Omar, young. Omar, the first nigga I ever seen um, at a restaurant get meatloaf, young. Um, so, we only argue about the hey, fucking bill, yeah. What's wrong with a good meatloaf? <laughs> hey, kids, like I said, this is 20 years ago. So oh, okay. Yeah, like, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Man. Like, I would have been less surprised if he got the, the chicken fingers, young. Got it. That would have probably been. Got it. Got it. But yeah, we only like, you know, trying to figure out this bill thing, kind of knowing who the fuck did it, young. Omar's sitting there fucking up the, the, this meatloaf and mashed potatoes. God, he got a full mouth of meatloaf and mashed potatoes talking like Joe Jacoby, like, man, y'all need to figure that shit out. This meatloaf good as a motherfucker, though, yeah. That big Joe dog, yo. Hey, oh my, was fucking that mashed potatoes and them, that meatloaf up, young. Telling niggas to get together, dog. Like I was like, man, it can't be like this the rest of my grown, my grown adulthood, young. Please tell me this is like you know the worst, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The check never gets old at. at, at at a family dinner, you know, or just just a, a get together with, with, like you said, more than six people, you know, like six is pushing it, but then more than six, young, it's gonna be some chaos, you know? yeah. Yep, especially like you said, they don't add automatic added gratuity, mm-hmm. and they can't split checks, and you and you don't notice until like you finally get the bill. You like you you know you just didn't think to ask in the beginning. You like yeah, can I get my check? Oh, I'm sorry, sir, we don't do separate checks. God. This is about to be an ordeal, you know. At that point, young, everybody got to see a check for themselves, young. Yep. That one person got to put their glasses on. Mm-hmm. That one person take out their big-ass phone and start doing all kind of calculations, young. <laughs> all kind, young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My shit came out to 87, here's 90, we good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody like, somebody like, yeah, come, how about we, we just pay for what we bought, and then the next person's like, nah, I'll just split down the middle. No, 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 no. Yeah. All I have is a salad. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, which I get, yeah, if I got a salad and you ordered Louis, yeah, yeah. We're not splitting this check, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you got the frustrated thing, like, I was going to pay, like, after everybody said they paying, that extra, young. One nigga finally say, like, look, fuck this, young. I'll go ahead and pay for it. Oh, no, no, no. You ain't got to do that. Yeah, man. Obviously, he does, young. <laughs> yeah. So let the nigga pay for it, young. Yeah. Here's an extra 60. Let's get the fuck out of here. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> Cheap motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I got like a million of these stories. Let me go ahead and stop, though, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, coffee dog. Like <laughs> it's just a rites of, of passage for, for black family on um, get togethers, you know. And if you're gonna be that way, out. just just stay at home, you know. Just stay at home. Nah. They definitely coming out, you They definitely coming out, you They ain't gonna miss it. You want to hear about that shit for the next like six months until y'all go out again too, you know? Yeah. Motherfuckers ordering Louis and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, how about you ordering some Louis, you know? You back at backwards ass motherfucking tactics, you know? Fucking fail safe tactics and shit. Nah, we, we get it, you know? Right. Alright. Um. I guess let's get some shots and get the box. Shit, we got two hours out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, KB. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> thanks as always, everybody's been so much appreciated. Um, as always, you can follow us on social media at High Five Starter and at KBad. That's KBADDS. Um, any questions, comments? Please send them to High Five Starter at Gmail dot com. We will be a lot better about what you know. Promise. And if I donate to the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash high five starter. And see y'all next week. Yep. Appreciate you guys out there for supporting, being patient with us. Um, watch next week with Bob. This podcast. We out.